What's going on, friends? Welcome to the new podcast, The Happy Grind Movement. My name is Jackson Desjardins. And I'm Tracy Desjardins. And together, we're a mother-son duo dedicated to helping you find solutions to unwanted habits that are holding you back from becoming your super self. Jackson and I know what it feels like to be overweight, frustrated, and stuck. But we also know how to get lean, get confident, and rock your best life. Together, we're going to get real and give you the tools you need to live fully aligned with who you want to be at any age. As former personal trainers, we believe that while fitness is one part of being a healthy badass, it's not the only part of true wellness in this life. Building your super self is a grind. Together, we're going to help you grind happy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Grind Movement. I am joined today, as always, with my beautiful mother, (laughs) Tracy Desjardins. Mom, how are we doing? We're doing great. Good morning, everyone. All right. So, guys, today we actually have a really good episode for you. Um, This is something that I love talking about. I feel like I always say the same thing when I I start out the podcast. I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited. Well, I mean, I am. I love talking about this This stuff. This is a big one for you, though. Yeah. So, we're talking about willpower, as you guys know. And I want to start off this, I, I, I always call it video, I want to start off this episode with the actual definition of willpower, just so we can get that out of the way. Willpower, control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. Okay? I have one too. Ready? Mm-hmm. Definition. So this is, this is, who's, this is your definition? Um, no. Actually, I found a definition of oh, this. Okay, and I good. love it. So I am going to say, yeah, it's mine. All yeah, right. Yeah, let's do it. The ability to resist short-term temptation to achieve a long-term goal. Wow. Bam. Yeah, I like it. What do you think of that? I actually really like that. The ability to resist short-term temptation to achieve a long-term goal. So initially, that's good, but you're going to expand It's on essentially delayed willpower. gratification, right? Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, so first of all, I want to give a little bit of a background here. So, like kind of where I can relate to it. And then I want to talk to actually, you know what, this is kind of a combined effort with us. We relate heavily to this and many of you will too with dieting, right? So we have tried to diet several times in our lives and my mom perhaps more than me and she may be more of the expert on dieting than I am even. So I think that dieting was one of those things where I saw that it, it, I thought that it was supposed to be a fight, right? And I thought that it was supposed to be, oh, well, in order to look like the X, I have to eat like X, right? So if that bodybuilder eats this, I have to eat this. If this person died, it was, it was on a case-by-case basis, right? So I would come across a guy and see him eating Ezekiel bread with a naked boiled chicken breast on it. And like, oh, I guess I just have to eat that, right? So um, for me, I had, to, I had to gather a lot of willpower to be able to eat things that I did not like. And I relied on it, right? I relied on my willpower and I didn't find what I liked about what I ate. I wasn't eating things that I liked. I was just eating what I was supposed to. And I thought if I wasn't suffering, if I wasn't working, if I wasn't suffering, then I wasn't working hard enough. So mom, what is your, what is your background as far as willpower and dieting? Okay. Such good timing for you to ask me that. Yeah, so in my yeah. upcoming book called The Diet Free Diva, that Hell yeah. will launch in uh, estimated July, more to come on that one. We'll keep I, you guys posted. Yeah. I say this in the book. Are you ready? And these are my words. In my opinion, based on experience, decades of a war with dieting, the word diet stands for this. Deprivation, insanity equals trouble. Yeah. Okay. So fighting and willpower, yes, to me, they are somewhat synonymous and it never ends well in a relationship with food. Well, I think think what happens 
Right. Um, I think we think we need more willpower because of shows and movies and being overly dramatic. I think that life is not a movie, but we think that it is sometimes. So it, it, in, in the pursuit of a goal, we see ourselves as, oh, we have this, we have this, uh, this filming crew following us and we want it to look a certain way. We want to feel a certain way about it. So I gotta, I'm putting my head down, warrior gaze, getting ready to go after it, gather all the willpower I need to grind. And in reality, guys, the reason life isn't a movie, and I know this isn't the most masculine thing that you've ever heard, but hop off your high horse, gentlemen, if this is you, right? You can't fight forever. And willpower, if you rely on it all the time, I promise you, I don't care who you are. I don't care how manly you think you are. You will lose. Well, thank you for saying that because willpower and fighting, neither one of those are sustainable. No, it's a sprint, just like motivation. Willpower, motivation, it's a sprint, right? And will, you can't, willpower can't be your gasoline, right? It can't be. Or it, it, it just can't be your fuel for your life because if you need, need to rely on that all the time, then you're constantly fighting. And if you're constantly fighting, you're constantly thinking about not fighting. And then you're going to eventually give in to that temptation and then you're going to blame yourself, right? The people that have really figured out how to live with abundance, you know, with wellness and fitness, and they're just rocking their best life. They are not using the word, oh, I use my willpower every no. day. They oh, boy, say, that's insightful. Yeah, they Hell say yeah. things like, you know what? This is just how I live because it makes me feel amazing. I would even go one step further. I bet you they don't even have to justify it. It's just who they are. I bet you they don't even have to put any mental energy toward why they do it because they did it for a certain period of time and they what? What did they do, guys? They found what they liked about it. They were like, oh, wow, I feel amazing when I eat this way. Oh, wow, I really like myself, and I really like making gains in the gym. I like getting my arms bigger and my chest. I really like how I feel after doing a Murph Monday, and I'm drenched in sweat, and I'm, and I'm getting faster in my time. I like that. It's not that, the, oh, man, I got to get my willpower and use this limited, finite resource of mental energy to do this. You're putting too much energy towards and it. And you're also living in a disembodied state. The fight or flight, fight, fight, that's disembodied. Well, look, guys, I like David Goggins just as much as all of you, but if you asked me if that was sustainable, I would say absolutely not. He doesn't live, sleep, and breathe, grind every single day. And when I say that, I'm, you're like, well, yes, he does. No, well, yes, he, he grinds more than the average human, but I can tell you, he likes to hang with his kids. He likes to hang with his wife. He likes to eat dinner. He likes to probably get enough sleep, right? It's not about relying on that shit all the time. So when the... When we see those people, once again, my example of the people that we see that really seem to have their act together and they're living an abundant life and they're fit and they're well, they're living in an embodied relationship with themselves. And um, they're focusing on specific actions that bring them positive benefits to how they live their, self, their, their lives day in and day out. Yeah, I just, I just totally agree. So I, I think we should talk a little bit on like why it's so tough, right? So I think that in general, I think people rely too heavily on willpower with diet and resisting. I would love to hear you describe, because you and I have had so many conversations just hanging out together on this one. When we talk about there is beauty in delayed gratification, and I live my life with that principle. So nothing is off limits. It's all about what I choose and where it's going to take me in relationship to my standards for living to, you know, to my goals. So delayed gratification is amazing. I'd love to hear you um, maybe discuss the concept because, you know, I, I think it can be confusing for folks. Willpower, well, yeah, you know, I have to avoid this, but, you know, and then delayed gratification, well, 
what is that? And, you know, how do I have my favorite donut or how do I have my Dorito chips? Can you kind of expand on the delayed gratification concept? I think when it comes to, to delayed gratification, um, here, 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 here is the thing, guys. I've said a lot of times that you, if you, if you want to be happier and you want to improve your quality of life, keep promises to yourself. And maybe in the beginning, there's there, there's a little bout that you have to you have to get over because it's it's a little unfamiliar. Um, but I don't think that it should always have to be a be a fight. And I think if we're talking about delayed gratification, there are certain things that aren't you're not going to feel like doing. But remember, there's always going to be a reward from it. So I think that once we get to a certain point of, man, I don't want to do this, whether it's a workout, whether it's, you know, saying no to a donut because everybody brought donuts and you're trying to justify why you can have one, right? The real person who's successful there doesn't even think about having it because they just know it's not going to make them happy, right? And if you really want to have it, then let that be part of your 20% in the 80-20 rule, right? But... um. I think as far as delayed gratification, though, it's just really important that we don't focus on the wrong thing, right? Don't spend your time focusing on not being able to have the thing that will make you happy right now. Oh, gosh, I don't, can't have don't the Don't focus on that. More so focus mm-hmm. on, oh, my gosh, I loved the last time it felt when I did this. Because I woke up and I, and I had, you know, this is, this is just me talking, right? Okay, I said no to that, you know, my, okay, for, you, know, you know, actually screw this. The, uh, perfect example. My buddy Grant and his girlfriend Cassidy, they asked me to go recently out to, to, to dinner with them. And I, we went to a place called Evo. It's like a brewery. And we went there and I had, or well, they, they, they ordered dinner and had some drinks and I had already eaten dinner and it was a last minute kind of thing. So I was like, oh, I mean, I'm going to go. And what did I have? I had one, I, one nitro cold brew IPA and it, I knew exactly how many calories were in it. I was cool with it. And I didn't feel the need to order a second dinner, even though I was hungry at the time I had, I, I had eaten. I mean, I was, I was done. I just didn't, I ate early that day. I didn't plan very well. And I, I decided not to have that in the moment because I was like, I'm going to feel so much better. And I, I and, and, and guess what guys, I drove home in a really, really, really good mood because I was like, wow, I kept a promise to myself and it wasn't a fight. I did that. Not because I was like, hell yeah. I'm doing this. I'm getting my goals. I'm fighting. No, I was in the moment and I enjoyed my time with them. And matter of fact, Hey guys, drinks hit you quicker on an empty stomach. You know what I'm saying? So I had one drink and I was good. Do you know what I love about this is you just gave yourself a, a, um, we'll call it an emotional deposit of personal security. Like you can trust yourself at a higher level. Every time you have those little examples of, Hey, I followed through on something important to me. I feel amazing. It's almost like a check mark. Check mark. You're building your your um your self efficacy, meaning your belief that you can do it again next time. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time, absolutely. I, I think the main takeaway from that from that story though is just simply, I wasn't focused on depriving myself and getting a win from that. I was focused on the the reward of not partaking in something that I could partake in if it was important to me enough. It just wasn't in the moment. I'm so diving that's it. in, I am diving in on this one. So what you've done is you have trained yourself to have an elevation mindset with regards to your food choices, your liquid. Ooh, that's choices. badass. I like that. Elevation. What is going to elevate not me? De- not deprivation, elevation. Ooh, that's now, fat. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I, especially I will use myself here. Can I just kind of have the floor here? Of course. I want to tell my donut story. So um, 
when you have a sustainable self-care, this is how I live my life abundantly relationship with yourself as it relates to food and your choices, you're living with an elevated mindset and you're thinking more in terms of how are these choices going to elevate me towards my goals? When you have a diet mentality, first of all, you're completely disembodied and checked out from your own your own sense of of in, intuitive belief that what you choose can be good because now you believe you can't trust yourself. You have to trust the rules, the book, the program, the gimmicks, all that stuff. So donuts, for example, are never, ever, 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 ever allowed on a diet. So when I started dieting, I was swimming so deep in the deprivation mindset. I didn't know how to trust myself to have an elevation mindset as it related to food. All I knew is that I couldn't trust myself. I had to follow these rules. I had to eat that fish. I had to chop up that celery, both of which I hate. Mm -hmm. And the inner rebel built because I had a deprivation mindset and I wanted the donut. So my favorite donut, the powdered one with the cream in the middle. So um, I might have one of those, I don't e- I can't even tell you the last time I ate one, but here's what I tell myself. And I, I mean this, I can have that anytime I want. In fact, Jackson and I could walk out of our office right now, walk across the street and there's a Dunkin' Donuts. I could get one of those right freaking now. And, and why aren't we? Here's why. Because I have worked so hard to get back in my body, back in my feelings Back in my sense of awareness of the fact that, hey, when I eat my green apple that I really like, my belly feels amazing. I am not bloated. My belly has never been this small in my life. Okay. And I'm going to be 52 years old. It sounds to me, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It, it, it sounds to me like you are just absolutely sprinting away from what gave you pain at one point. And I think that's you know what's that's, funny? that's a good thing. You know what, Jack? I don't sprint. I walk gracefully yeah. with a smirk on my face because I know what that donut will do to me. I know that I love the taste and it's going to give me a pleasure for about 60 seconds. And then what's going to happen is it's going to land in my stomach and I'm going to be bloated and I damn well better find a toilet within like 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I think that my, you know, our point here, the point I was making was that it's so much more painful to be in that same mindset that you were once in. And I relate to this. It's so much more painful for us to be in the mindset of, oh my gosh, why did I do this? I don't like myself because we were there for so long. Screw the body. We were so, we, I, I, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Like I hated myself so much and the decisions that I made that I just needed to check out. So I didn't have to think about it. And I was there for so long and I hated pictures. I hated going places. I hated anything to do anything instead of being alone eating mm-hmm. because it was just so painful. We and were disembodied, I am, and totally I'm, disembodied. I am so, so not going back there that that is why I'm not even considering going and getting a donut right now. Like that's it. Right. Like exactly. I, because I remember. It's not an option. And it's, it's not an option. And, mm-hmm. But I could. So there, there's, there's a difference from me saying it's not an option. I'm, I'm not allowed right. to do it. No, I'm allowed to do it. I just, it's, it's not an option in my mind because I don't truly, truly don't want it. Can I clarify that? Here's yeah. where I bring in, it's not an option. And I use the mantra I-N-O. We've talked about this. It's yeah. not an option. Yeah. If I want to feel my best and move closer to my goals, that donut's not an option. That's how I think. But technically, let's just clear this up. Technically, we live in the USA. Everything's an option. That donut is an option. But here is where we're going to clarify. If I want to feel good in my body and in my brain and have abundant energy and have my belly feel the way that I want it to feel, 
that donut isn't an option if I want to say yes to feeling amazing. If I want a quick hit of pleasure, that's something totally different. And by the way, let me just let me just talk about this donut, okay? They bring back childhood love and memories. I loved going to Dunkin' Donuts. It was a treat when I was a child. They weren't everywhere. So I will say that there's there comes a time, I plan for it, where I'm going to sit down with a small coffee and that donut, and I'm going to eat, not the whole thing, because it's going to make me sick, but I might have that because I planned for it. It's delayed gratification, and I'm going to enjoy it. Typically, when, you, when I bite into that, the first three bites, that's all I need. But I know that if I have a, few, a little bit of it, it's not going to explode my belly. Well, I want to make a comment about that. I think that it is that good. And it is so just decadent and delicious and pleasurable <laughs> and amazing in the moment. You because see his expression, friends. When, it, when, when you don't have that shit all the time, it tastes so much better. It tastes so much better, right? I agree. So that's like, do you want maximum pleasure later on? Or do you want very minimal p- pleasure right now? Because I can tell you, if, if you're eating Dunkin' Donuts every single morning, you're not appreciating that donut anywhere near as much as, as we are. I'm so glad you brought that up. So in, in the rare occasion when I would have, let's say, part of that donut, here's what I'm saying yes to. Instant pleasure. I'm bringing back love you know, from childhood. I'm, I'm giving myself permission and there, and there's to, no guilt. to just enjoy. There is no guilt. There's a big difference there. There, there is no guilt. But I'm also aware that tomorrow... The cravings are going to be there because that's what sugar does to my brain. So I'm saying yes to this moment of pleasure where I'm almost honoring the fact that I can trust myself because I'm not binging on the donuts. I'm savoring the donut if I choose to have it, which is extremely rare. But I also know that when I choose to treat myself as part of my 20%, I'm aware that tomorrow I'm going to have to drink extra water and just be really aware that I'm going to have cravings for this tomorrow. Because that's what ultra-processed food does to us. Well, when you don't have guilt for this, and when you get- game changer. And and when you gave yourself permission, for example, when I eat my fat and we- You see, I'm a cookie guy, right? Like Will Tennyson, the other kind of fitness influencer guy that a lot of of my, my channel watches, he's all donuts. I'm cookies. Bring it all day, right? Fat and weird cookie for me. If you guys don't know, Google it. Fat and weird cookie. They are amazing. Um, when I ate, when I ate that, and this is when I'm like, uh, this is one of the, one of the leanest I've been in a very long time was this time. And I'm going to be getting back there this summer. Um, and when I did that, I, when, when, when I had that cookie, there was so little to, to no guilt when I did it. And it was what, it was so good. I, I, I split it. I didn't even eat it. The whole thing. I split it with Chloe. And it was so much better and I didn't have guilt. And I was like, boy, I don't even want another one. So yeah, when you, when you remove the guilt you and don't you had want that different relationship with that cookie, all of a sudden the urge to binge was nowhere to be found. How about that? Yeah. I mean, it really is wild and it just goes to show how important it is to eat what you like and make sure that you have options, right? Because I don't do that often. I might have a yeah. fat and weird cookie maybe twice a year. But, exactly. But exactly. And, and and certain things I'll have once a week though. You know what I mean? Well, in which case, I can't even tell you the last time that I felt like I was fighting a choice with food. So willpower is not even in our lives. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, I think it's important to take the word willpower and reframe that. Just kind of it's antiquated, first of all. It's dieting it's dieting terminology. Just get rid of the damn thing and bring in choices choices to elevate 
yourself as they relate to your goals. We all have choice. Nothing's off the table, friends. It's just what decision are you going to make based on what's in front of you that's going to get you closer to your goals? Or is it going to provide you a setback? But, you know... And screw goals, right? It's going to make you feel better about yourself. Right. Goals are great, but the, 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 the reason I, I, the only reason I like goals is, is because it makes you feel like you are winning along the way. Right? I love that. I personally, get ready for this, okay? I don't set goals what, like, like that. Define what, like what kind of goal? What do you okay. mean? My goal is to take the best care of myself every single flipping day. Not Every that, day. Okay. But not that goals are bad, guys. Like if I could tell you, I got a goal this summer. I'm I'm probably dropping 20 pounds. I want I want to get a lot a lot leaner this summer, right? That's a goal. Yeah. And we're we're so different. Like I don't have a I do not have a scale goal. We're also at different at yeah. at, at different, you know, places. And it, it's not that necessarily a scale goal. It's just the only measurable thing that I I use consistently. But um, I mean, you you can measure your waist. You can see how your clothes fit, guys. Like there's 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 so many ways to do it. But I think it, when you when you don't need to rely on willpower, and that's really what we're saying here, then I'm just telling you, your goals are much easier to get and achieve because you're finding what you like about the process. You're not fighting. You are just simply doing. And taking ownership of the fact that we all have choices, period. We all have choices. Are you going to make it a quality choice to sustain you and nourish you and support you? And and and, and actually make you happy. You know, I think a lot of people like, oh, I want to be healthier. No, you don't. No, you don't. That is not going to make you say no to a donut. I want to be healthier. Screw that. It's not right. not going to do it. It will make you happy, though. Do you want to be happy? Oh, okay. So it's going to make me actually a lot happy. I'm going to like myself. Wow, my pants are going to fit better. I can wear this outfit out when I go out with the boys. Oh, okay. Now I actually am going to like myself. That's a lot better. Oh, I want to be healthy. You can't even define that. This is a slow process, too. It took Jackson and I years. It took me decades to break this down and to get to the point where I'm at today. Took me putting on hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it, it takes time. It takes patience. You cannot Amazon prime this reframing in, in your mind and your relationship with yourself with regards to your food choices, your lifestyle choices. It's just one day at a time, giving best effort and being aware and making conscious decisions. Hey, is this going to elevate me or is this going to tear me down? What's going on here? Yeah. So guys, ultimately we're talking about willpower. Do you need more of it? I would argue no. I would argue no. And I would say if you need more of anything, you need to give yourself more credit for the promises that you do keep to yourself and find what the hell you like about what you're doing. And by the way, you really can trust yourself. You really can. You might not feel like that right now, but it's in there. They might not be able to right now. Exactly, because you and I sure as Mm -hmm. hell weren't. Mm -hmm. You need to prove that. The only way that you trust yourself is by giving yourself the proof. The, the, the proof is in the pudding. And right? it's also just small efforts and recognizing small wins one day at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, once again, guys, willpower, you don't necessarily need, need more of it. You just need to build a better relationship with yourself and make sure that you are not fighting because you will not get to your goals by fighting. And even if you do, that's a, that's just a shitty way to live in my opinion. So ending it on a good note, we do appreciate you guys tremendously. And if, if you love this episode, then be sure to share it with a friend, tag me on Instagram. If you share it on Instagram, uh, Jackson underscore Desjardins, and we will look forward to talking to you in the next episode. So on that note, we're going to leave you like we leave you every single episode and let's keep getting better together and keep grinding happy. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>